Good morning to you after the long holiday. Well, we've got some news for you and I'm going to run you through it, break down the key data points for you so you're the best informed investor out there so you can make more money. That's what this is all about, in case you were wondering. Now, YouTube just said to me, uh, this would be a good time to insert an ad. I think we'll skip that because that's not what we're here for. Uh, Winston back there snoozing very soundly. He already knows the information. He's done all the, the research with this big nose. Now, what isn't the thing that we are on the cusp of collapsing? Well, it isn't Elon Musk who said today on his X that unless... He gets 25% of voting rights and he only owns 13% of the company. He is not comfortable developing AI and robotics inside of Tesla, in which case Tesla would be a car company, which would suck. So he's basically putting pressure on the board to give him double voting rights, which isn't unusual. The Zuckerbergs have them, you know, the Palantirs have them. It's entirely possible but it would mean changes to whatever and the board has to approve it. Shareholders probably have to approve it. I think shareholders would vote for it in a heartbeat because, well, we want the AI and the robots to stay in Tesla and not become a separate business. So that's one thing today, but that's not actually it. It's also not Jim Cramer saying that Donald Trump won't win the Republican caucus in Iowa. Is this man ever right? Ever. And is he just on TV because it's entertaining that he's permanently wrong or what is it all about? No, it's not that either. It's not about the World Economic Forum either. And, and this is an actual photo from inside one of the meetings, in case you were wondering. Uh, no, it's not that either. It's also not the fact that you haven't yet signed up to our live trading training, which takes place in exactly 58 minutes as I'm recording this live or live streaming this live um, where I'll teach you how you can trade one stock with three simple rules. We'll do live trading together and I'll show you how we made $3,492 last week doing four trades, which took me literally less than an hour. So if you want to learn how we do that, webinar. there's a link at the top of the screen somewhere in the description, likely as well. It's also not the fact that groceries have gone up by a whopping 25 percentage points since the end of 2019. Inflation is gone. Well, inflation sticks around. It's just it doesn't accelerating as quickly as it once was. No, it's not that either. It's also not the fact that half of all office loans are at risk of default. I think it's about 44%. Almost half of every office building out there that's got financing on it is at risk of default. That's insane, right? I mean, really insane. And that's not, you know, CNBC coming up with it. It's the National Bureau of Economic Research. Does it get any duller than that? But that's not it either. That's not the, the terrible news. It also isn't the fact that every single time when you've done aggressive rate hikes, you get a recession. Nope, it's not that either. It's historically a complete fact that you always get a recession. But no, it's not that either. There won't be a recession this year. Papa Biden said there won't be a recession. And then he tried to figure out which direction to walk off the stage. It's also not the fact that insider transactions, sell-side transactions, bearish transactions, which means 
people who work in senior management at listed companies are selling, well, more shares than ever before. Not quite, but certainly more than at any time in the last year. And I mean, not a little bit more, but like six times more. This January, they're selling like mad, absolutely mad. And if you thought it was something to do with taxation, well, last year they didn't do it. So no, it's got nothing to do with taxation. It's got a lot to do with, our stocks are really expensive, darling. Shall we buy that other boat? You know, shall we build a bunker on the beach in Maui? Zuckerbergs? You know, it's that kind of thing. So they're getting out. No, it's actually this. The most exciting chart you've yet to see in your uh, short but glorious life. The kind of thing that you might want to screenshot and show your better half because he or she will think you're incredibly interesting. And it is the cumulative aggregate excess savings. <laughs> Shoot me now, right? What does it mean? Okay, so what have we done during COVID? Well, not we, but the US government in its infinite wisdom uh, pumped a load of money into, and the Fed, into consumers' pockets, about two and a, about two trillion dollars, something like two trillion dollars, two point one trillion, and also the consumer wasn't driving to work, they weren't wasting their money at Starbucks and sandwiches and all the usual nonsense they buy just to get themselves through the workday. No, they actually had a glimpse of what life could be like, well, without the masks and lockdowns and compulsory vaccinations, if life was actually free and. They've held on to quite a lot of that money and those excess savings, as the Fed calls them, which is, tells you something about the warped nature of their mind and, and, and the inability of some of viewers to hit the like button, which I truly appreciate. Thank you very much. And right now, these excess savings are nearly exhausted. So we're estimating that by about March this year, that figure will go to zero, which is where it was pre-COVID. And what does that mean? It means this buffer that gets us through every bit of bad news out there, higher gas prices and whatnot, um, this means there isn't that buffer anymore. So the consumer's ability to bail out the US economy will be severely, severely restricted because they'll just be out of money. Now, is that the worst news of the day before we look at the live market? Not quite. 56 million Americans have debt on their credit card for at least a year. Oh my freaking God. At least a year. There's a reason. What's the guy called? Don't have a book of him or somewhere yet. There's a reason Dave Ramsey makes a lot of money because 56 million Americans need to buy his freaking book and actually read it. Don't have to. Credit cards are brilliant. I love my credit cards. I've got like 10 million Amex points, which I've just spending, which is brilliant. All the first class flights for the year basically are free. It's amazing. But of course, I pay the bloody thing off. In fact, I pay it every week because I don't like the balance to go up. Every week, every Monday, I pay my Amex credit card off. Same thing, please. And what, of course, makes it worse is that half of all credit card holders have, have not paid off their balance at the end of the month. Oh my 
God. I mean, you think Dave Ramsey has achieved something? Sorry, Dave. We've got a lot of work cut out for you here. And that's that's up from last year. It was 46% last year. So they are just paying like 20, 25, 30% interest because either they are just malinformed or they don't know where else to get their credit from. And it gets worse. And then we get we get chirpy again. Don't worry. We will get cheerful. I'll show you Winston and it'll, it'll make everything all right. Buy now, pay later is expected to massively boom. One of the reasons I, I like PayPal. This last year, it was about $943 billion. And that's going to double in the next two years to $1.8 trillion. And that's debt you can get once you maxed out your credit card. Seriously. And it just it's just another form of debt. And it appears sort of interest-free, but there must be obviously a problem with it somewhere. So this is expected to explode and will be the debt bubble on top of the debt bubble on top of the debt bubble. It really is insane. Get rid of all your consumer debt. If you're going to do one thing this year, get rid of your consumer debt and get yourself another income stream. And I can help you with the income stream. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but there's just one more little thing here. I'm going to make this chart really big because this is what's going to change this year from potentially, oh my freaking God, the consumer is out of money to, aha, we're going to get bailed out again, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're going to get bailed out again. So there is something called the overnight reverse repo purchase agreements, which is even more sexy than the thing I just read out above. And that is a bailout from the Fed to regional banks who were mismanaged and managed by a bunch of nincompoops. And that is is now only got 400 billion left. And you might think 400 billion is a lot. It's not. Sorry to say, it isn't. This will go to zero about the same time the US consumer runs out of dough and around about March. And that is why the Fed will stop shredding money in March. Whether or not they give us a rate cut, I think it's a slightly different story, but not shredding money is kind of the equivalent of a rate cut. So the market will actually quite like it either way. And they'll come up with another way of bailing out these banks because they really, 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 really have to. And JP Morgan already knows it. They just put this out, North America fixed income strategy paper from the 12th of January. And it says it's all over now, QT, which is quantitative tightening, money shredding. We now expect that the FOMC, the Fed, will have the outline of a timeline at the January meeting communicating mid-February minutes to that meeting. What have they said in that sentence? Can somebody tell me that? Nothing, right? We expect, this is the summary, by the way. <laughs> we accept this plan will be formally agreed to at the mid-March meeting and it'll be implemented beginning in April. So basically saying they will stop shredding or reduce shredding money initially and will then stop concluding money shredding sometime during 2024. And if this is communicated, so we get to hear about it, well, JP Morgan seems to know, and then that'll be a bailout again. We'll get another bailout. Isn't that lovely? Bailout after bailout after bailout. There's no risk, folks. Just make more money, invest it. Come and learn with me how you make more money, by the way. You do need a little bit of capital for this. It makes, it makes most sense if you've got like 10K plus. 
perfectly honest with you, trading really starts to become fun when you have $10,000 plus in your stocks or cash or, you know, in the mattress. And I will teach you in literally 48 minutes how we trade one stock, three rules, 75% win ratio, and it's live. We'll do some drive trading together. You get to see the whole thing and it'll be fun. And Winston will be here too, which is of course extra fun, right? So there we are. Sign up for that before spots run out. And let me see uh, any of your questions, folks. We'll run through it. Good morning from sunny Arizona. Good morning from Colorado. Good morning to you. 